Everyone, welcome to Dedication: Colon, The Saint is Seen. It's a crime lit podcast. Thank you guys for joining me today. I am very excited about this episode. Um, today I am drinking Starlight Strawberry Moscato, which is delectable. It's so good. Um. Uh, I'm drinking it out of my beautiful love potion cup, which I made myself, interestingly enough. That's why I don't have Julie Andrews with me today, because uh, I love this cup more than I love Julie Andrews. Sorry, Julie Andrews. Oh yeah, this cup was featured on one of my last uh, pictures I downloaded on my Instagram promoting this podcast, which... I keep forgetting to tell you guys, you should go to my Instagram and follow me for more updates. You can find me at Christy to the Max, K-R-I-S-T-Y to the Max. Super easy to remember. There you go. So I'll give you a second. Go on your little phone. Do, 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 do. That's the sound of you on your phone. Do, do, do. Do, 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 do. Okay. So you should have found me by now and click that follow button. Thanks, y'all. Um, so today we are talking about Stephanie Myers, the chemist. And, um, you know, let's just get right into it, shall we? So, of course, Stephanie Meyer is the author of the Twilight series, And uh, I have a lot to say about those books because, you know, it just, as you've heard on my last episode, she just is such a boring writer. That's the one thing where, like, her books aren't bad. They actually aren't. Um, Except for The Host. Oh, man. I I got halfway through The Host and uh, I just couldn't deal with it. If you guys haven't read The Host, it's about, like, a dystopian world. Uh, where these host alien uh, parasites come in and take over our uh, humans' bodies and kind of maneuver them around. And so there's this one girl who uh, hasn't been taken over by a host, uh, but then, wait, but she has, but then her and the alien host, like, communicate, and then she gets captured by this group of people who haven't been taken over by the aliens and the girl just acted so stupid the whole time. She's like, I'm not going to talk to anybody. I'm just going to be, and I just couldn't deal with it. I had to put it down. It was not good. I got so bored. I just, that's the one thing about her as well is that I don't care about her main characters. There's nothing likable about them. At all. And it's really frustrating. So let's talk a little bit about Stephanie Meyer herself 
she's best known for, of course, her Twilight books. She was ranked, uh, she was ranked number 49 in Time Magazine's list of 100 most influential people of 2008. She, uh, she <laughs> I found this on Wikipedia and I love this quote. Her former English teacher said she was bright, but not overly so. <laughs> what a great way to put it. Um, she plans on doing more sequels for the host, which, like, could you not? Thanks. Oh, man, I have this great... Oh, so here's the thing about the host sequels, so I was going to say. She plans on doing sequels, but she doesn't want to kill off her characters. That's why she doesn't want to do sequels. Which, like, somewhere in the world, George R.R. R. Martin is laughing so hard. <sighs> Lame. Uh, and then there's this great quote by Stephen King, uh, who said about Stephanie, She can't write worth a darn. She's not very good. Thanks, Stephen King. Um, this book has a 3.7 on Goodreads and a 4.3 on Amazon. Uh, according to DeadlineHollywood.com, there's going to be a TV series about the chemist, which, like, yikes, I'm not going to watch it. So, you know, let me get a drink. Let's just get right on down into business, shall we? Uh, I'm going to drink some wine to try to get through this. <sighs> okay. Our main character's name is Juliana Fortis. And of course, if you don't if you haven't listened to any of these podcasts, I do have spoilers. And so I am going to give away the end of the book. And so this is something that if you want to listen to it and see if it's something you want to read for yourself, go ahead. You know, there are a lot of people out there who really enjoy this book a lot. And I'll get to it. Um, I think I wrote down some of the... Mm, I did not. Oh my god. Okay. Anyway. I thought I wrote down some of the reviews that I read, but I didn't. That's okay. So our main character is Juliana Fortis. And she is running away from the government. Which is literally the most exciting sentence in this whole book. Like, that's it. Nothing else is really exciting. Uh, there's a lot of action in the book, but... Ugh. Um, so, she's running away from the government, and the government is her original employer who uh, uh, got her out of college. What is that called? When you... Take, uh, oh my god, okay, I can't think of that word. Maybe I need to slow down on the wine a little bit. Uh, she was codenamed the chemist, and she would torture terrorists to get information. Since she's on the run, her name changes frequently, and Alex is the most current name that she uses. Her old government handler, Karsten, approaches her and offers her a deal, freedom in exchange for one more job. Daniel Beach, a teacher, who, uh, for one more job. So, her last job is going to be to interrogate this guy. 
His name is Daniel Beach, who's a teacher, who is suspected of uh, spreading a biological weapon called TCX-1 on behalf of a drug cartel. So Alex abducts Daniel and tortures him, but the interrogation is interrupted by Daniel's identical twin brother, Kevin, who is a burned CIA agent. Alex learns that Kevin shut down the Superflu plot six months previously, after which he was burned. So because he shut it all down, he was burned by the CIA. They realized that they were meant to kill each other off. So they realized that both branches of the government had coordinated this whole thing for Alex to kidnap Kevin's brother, who's his identical twin, um, and she was meant to go kill Kevin, or Kevin was meant to go kill Alex, or, best case scenario, they were going to kill each other. That was the whole plot. So uh, she was du- she was double-crossed by the government. So the trio, Alex, Daniel, and Kevin, team up to take down the people who are trying to kill them off. So they figured that instead of running away, they were going to kill off the people who want them killed. They move into Kevin's safe house in Texas, and while Kevin leaves to do recon work in D.C., Alex and Daniel fall in love. The Texas safe house is uh, under attack, and Alex and Daniel move north to join Kevin in D.C. On the news, word comes out that Senator Wade Pace wants to be vice president. Alex remembers Pace as a member of a defense and intelligence project in which the biological weapon, TCX-1, would be weaponized. TCX-1 was stolen by Muslim terrorists, uh, which is Alex's unit. Uh, uh, Sorry, TCX-1 was stolen by Muslim terrorists. Alex's unit shut them down. But then the virus shows up in a drug cartel years later, which uh, in return burns Kevin from the CIA, and they decide to retaliate. Uh, Kevin puts a deadly chemical in one of Pace's nicotine patches, but is caught by his old boss, Devers, who wants to protect Pace. It's this whole complicated mess, kind of, so just kind of... Bear with me, (laughs) y'all. Honestly, while I... Because I really... I read it once, and I still don't understand what's really happening. It's okay to have a complicated plot. Like, that's fine. You can do that. Just make sure your readers understand what's happening, you know? So, Alex kidnaps her old government handler, Karsten's granddaughter, to use her as leverage to gain access to the facility where Kevin is being held. A shootout happens, Devers and Karsten are killed, and Daniel is injured, so they take him to one of Kevin's friends to help patch him up. Literally, that's it. In the epilogue, you find out that Daniel and Alex are married, and they own a bar and grill in Colorado. Plot is fine. That's the one thing about Stephanie Meyer, is just her plot is fine. It's okay. It's a little complicated sometimes. Everything is just so stereotypical, and like the the love between Alex and Daniel just seems so forced and it's just like Twilight all over again, you know? So let's talk about some of the themes that she had in this book, right? Good and bad, yin and yang. So that's 
really a huge part of this book. Uh, Daniel and Kevin are identical twins, but they're flipped. So there's this really rare condition in identical twins where one, everything is normal, but then in the other one, all the organs are flipped around and reversed. Uh, so that's what Daniel and Kevin have. And it also applies to their personality. Of course. Kevin is the bad boy, and Daniel is the clueless goody-two-shoes. Uh, to continue this theme, if we're talking about good and bad, um, if we're talking about the good and bad of the theme, good and bad, East of Eden is the good part of this theme, and this book, The Chemist, is the bad part of it. Uh, I don't know if you guys have read East of Eden. Wonderful book. Absolutely love it. Highly recommend it. It's by John Steinbeck. Um, beautifully written. Oh, so artistic. Actually, it's... Whew, we're getting a little bit personal here. So strap on in, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, back when uh, I uh, lived in my old college town, I had this job. And uh, I met my current boyfriend through there, but before I even had a crush on him, right, uh, he trained me at this job, and he saw that I read every day. Like, I had a different book every day. I, w I was always reading. And he um, lent me his favorite book of all time, which was East of Eden by John Steinbeck. And that's when I knew that I had a crush on this guy that I worked with. And now we're actually, whew, hello, TMI Corner Nation. Um, we're actually considering moving in together, so isn't that nice? Isn't that cute? <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, that that's why East of Eden holds a special place in my heart. But in East of Eden, you have the two sets of brothers. So you have the first set of brothers. Oh, I forgot their names. But um, they both impregnate this girl. And I do believe it's not specifically mentioned in the book, but I do believe that this girl who has sex with both of the brothers, I believe that she has each of the boys' uh, kids, which is very, very rare but it happens. So she gives birth to twin boys that uh, they're fraternal twins. Is that how you pronounce it? Fraternal twins? Uh, so they're not identical. Um, one is good and one is bad, just like their fathers. So really fascinating. It's, it's a very high, it's a very well-written book. I love John Steinbeck. I still haven't gotten over the fact that I was forced to read Of Mice and Men in high school. I might go back and reread it. Ooh, I should do it for this podcast. Ooh, my goodness. I should also do The Moon is Down. Let's just have, like, a John Steinbeck day. Like, I just want to sit and talk about John Steinbeck for 40 minutes. Let's just do that, you know? Okay, gonna take a drink of wine. Okay, here we go. Um, so more themes on the good and bad. Um, so you have, like, you know, the whole flipped thing. So Alex is this really tomboy character. Brown hair. Hey, guess what? Stephanie Meyer has brown hair. Bella has brown hair. 
And the main character from the host also has brown hair. Isn't that nice? So Alex has uh, this shoulder-length brown hair. She uses it to kind of um, be, like, tomboyish. She just, like, doesn't care about her looks. She just, you know, wants to continue to run from the government, and that's all she really thinks about. Well, uh, there's this other character, Val, who uh, houses Kevin and Daniel and Alex when they're in D.C., and Val is the complete opposite of Alex. Uh, She is blonde, skinny, gorgeous, just everything that you want from a woman, I guess. Just absolutely beautiful. So, you know... Uh, So yeah, the whole flipped thing is uh, really big in this. Stop me if you've heard this before. You have a bland, self-deprecating girl who is fawned over by a beautiful man who is out of her league. There are people related to this beautiful man who are angry about this love affair. Where have you heard that before? Oh, let me guess. Twilight. Okay, you know, I'll give you one more guess. It's also in The Chemist. Oh my god, what is that about? I... You know, Stephanie Meyer, you can write dynamic stories. And besides, there didn't need to be a love connection. It's just, like, so juvenile. Um, Oh, stop me if you've heard this before. Two characters make decisions for another without consulting them, which is abuse. Speaking of abuse, I'm so sorry. (laughs) I saw this article on Facebook that was like, Bella, after seeing the hashtag MeToo movement, immediately reported Edward to the police for abuse. (laughs) I love that so much because it's so true. Edward is so abusive in twilight oh my god you need to make decisions with someone you know if you're gonna be in a partnership with them it's gotta be a two-way street you know sometimes you have to make compromises and that's okay both of you have to do that it's really difficult to be in a relationship okay but edward is just this controlling psychopath he really is like he Sorry, I talked about this on the last episode, too. I should probably just let it go. But um, go back and read the Twilight books, and you'll find out that Edward is just so abusive. It's not okay. Like, don't do that. I didn't really want to read a section of The Chemist because I just don't care. <laughs> and it's my podcast and I get to do what I want and I decided not to read. <laughs> um that's it for this episode this week. Super short, sweet, and to the point. You know about my feelings about Stephanie Myers and my feelings about John Steinbeck, which we should really have a Kurt Vonnegut episode and we should have a John Steinbeck episode. That would be so great. It would be awesome because I love them. Ooh, especially The Moon is Down. I could probably do like a whole episode about The Moon is Down. Go read The Moon is Down by John Steinbeck. Go read an actual good book. Don't read this book. And it's fine if you enjoyed this book, you know? Like, I remember being, you know, fit, and I I'm, I swear I'm trying not to offend anyone. I, 
I'm super sorry if you've read and enjoyed this book. It's okay to enjoy it, you know? It's also okay for me to not enjoy it, but it is okay for you to enjoy it, okay? I'm just pointing out the things that I have problems with. You know, that's basically it. Um, next week, I am doing uh, If I Can't Have You by Greg Olson and Rebecca Morrison. This is my hometown murder story which if you listen to my favorite murder uh they do hometown stories and uh this is mine it's really hard I know one of the guys who's written in the book and I'll talk about it next week um yeah I'm almost done with the book I just got to the really bad part it is fucked up full of twists and turns it is awful Please tune in next week for, like, an intense episode. It's going to be... Oh, it's going to be really hard. I already cried reading the book. I can't even imagine telling it out loud. It's going to be so hard. And yes, I am friends with... Um, uh, I won't say his name right now. I might say... I'll, I'll ask permission if I can say his name on the next podcast, because I know him, but... Um, he is Josh Powell's defense attorney. Um, if you guys don't know, If I Can't Have You is about the disappearance of Susan Powell. And uh, that's all I'll say for now. I'll get into the rest of it next week. But it is harrowing and heartbreaking. So, And it just sucks that like I'm very closely connected to this case. So, okay. Alright, I think uh, that's it for this week. Thank you guys for tuning in. Next week is... Yeah, I already told you it's going to be If I Can't Have You. And uh, the week after that is going to be The Far Empty. Oof, I don't remember the name of the guy who wrote The Far Empty. So if you want to read any of those books with me and kind of comment... Let me know. You can find me on Instagram. I'm not on Facebook as much anymore. I had a Facebook page, but it's just not really my thing anymore. Um, I just don't like Facebook's algorithms. And Anyway, this isn't that kind of a podcast. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, find me on Instagram. And uh, I'll see you guys later. All right. Ciao.